I'm very excited that I have found some clarity on the language we have been using for the past week or two regarding being quarantined and being on lockdown and social distancing and all that. Okay. Because I feel like every single time it's come up on the show, we don't know what to say. Like when we talk about like staying in our house or whatever, we don't know what to call it. Well, there are official words for it. Got it. All right. You ready? First of all, some good news. 76% of Americans are actively practicing social distancing. So shout out to you. And to the other 24%, we are not friends. Uh, I'm just, your friend, Chrissy, did you see her idea of getting an air horn yes. and a megaphone? Yes. And yelling at people who are like playing, there's a park near our house and there's people playing basketball. No. Uh, what, what were they playing? Yeah, I guess it was basketball. I was trying to remember what they were playing, but they were playing something where you're like, people are making a ton of contact with a ball and then throwing it at other people. Oh, like dodgeball or something? I thought it was, but maybe I'm wrong. We saw basketball. I don't know what she saw. But anyways, here are the official words, okay? If you're under quarantine, that means that you have had coronavirus or been in direct contact with somebody. And for that reason, you need to stay isolated for 14 days. And that's where, like, you can't go to the store, you can't walk your dog. You, you can't, need to stay in your own house, you not isolated, because isolated is different. You can't leave your house. Like, you have to be in your house, and somebody has to bring you groceries, et cetera, right. et cetera. That's quarantined. That's if you've had the disease or direct contact with the disease. Um, social distancing is what everybody is doing. That's where you're at least six feet away, feet away. Um, if you go to the grocery store, you sanitize your, you know, car, mm -hmm. all that stuff, go to the grocery store as little as possible, all that that's social distancing. And then the other one is lockdown and shelter in place. Those are kind of interchangeable. Mm -hmm. And that's basically government mandated social distancing. So that's when the, like I know in California, they are regulating how many people are allowed in a grocery store at one time. Right. So it's like a club. One person in, one person out. One person out, no. One person out, one person in. Person out, one person in. Person out, in. Yeah, we got it. Okay. <laughs> The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for our awesome Upside family and Callie and Jeff family who are super supportive and loving on social media. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful that I am pregnant again. Yay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> that was so underwhelming. Your yay. your yay was so. No, what that was is cautiously optimistic. No, don't be cautiously optimistic. Be just optimistic. There's no reason 
to be cautious. Just be optimistic. If you have never listened to our show before, the backstory on us trying to have a baby is that, um, what was it, like a year and a half ago? It was around Thanksgiving of 2018, the end of, yeah, like the, the week after Thanksgiving, 2018, you found out you were pregnant. For the first time. For the first time. And then it was about six weeks later when you had a miscarriage. Yeah. So um, that was really a hard time. And we've been trying to get pregnant for a year, over a year after that. And I scheduled a fertility appointment because my doctor was like, okay, you guys have been trying for a year. Go ahead call this fertility specialist. Um, And literally one week before our appointment, I found out I was pregnant. And, and, it, and if you listen to the show a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the fact that Callie said she wasn't pregnant. Uh, and on that day, we thought that I wasn't, we thought that she wasn't. And then, uh, you know, whatever things happened. And then a couple and like two days later, three days later, no, it was literally the day after we did that show. Oh, it was? so we <laughs> did that show. We're I lost. went to sleep. I woke up. Um, I had thought, you know, like, that I was on my period, which is why I said, like, oh God, not pregnant. People are eating. Oh, my God. We're having a baby. <laughs> um, So that's why I thought that. Then I woke up the next day and it was gone. And I was like, huh, well, that's weird. Maybe I should take a pregnancy test. So I did. And it came back positive. And, um, yeah, I woke Jeff up at, like, 2.30 in the morning. And I was like, uh, hey. <laughs> Guess what? She, she uh, The way she woke me up is she got six inches away from my face. And she's had to wake me up super early in the morning before. Like, I, I will walk her to her car sometimes or. Every morning you uh, walk me to my car. Yeah. Or, um, you know, it, it, just like if she can't find her car keys or something like. But it's, it happens rarely. But you usually just come into the room. And like, shake me. This time she got six inches from my face and she's like, hey, hey, Jeff, hey, Jeff, hey, 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 Jeff, hey, hey. And the minute my eyes popped open, she's like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, <laughs> what, is this a dream or is this reality? <laughs> so it took a few minutes to, to sink in. So if you ever, my, I tell that story because if you're a woman who finds out you're pregnant, while your husband's still asleep, make him get up and just walk down a hall and walk back. It will make the the experience much more um, real because I honestly questioned if it was a dream for about 15 minutes. Now, it is super early in this pregnancy, um, so I feel like we need to explain why we're talking about this so early. You, and there's a bunch of reasons. As of yesterday, you, they're thinking you're exactly six weeks along, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So the rule, we are very aware of the rule that you're supposed to wait until 12 weeks to tell people. But what occurred to us after the miscarriage is two things. One, when you have a miscarriage, you have to... The, there are a few people then who knew that we were pregnant. So you have to notify those people, but then there are still other that like you have to explain why you're not feeling well to like Kelly had to miss a few days of work. I missed like a week of work. Um, and, I was super sick. It was just, yeah. yeah. And it just wasn't. So you have to say, so it's this weird 
okay, well, we were, and now we're not, and blah, blah, blah. And the fact that we, it, for us, and it doesn't have to be, this doesn't mean it's the rule for everybody, but for us, it almost made, I don't know if this is the right word, but like, it almost made the miscarriage feel like a deep, dark secret or like almost shameful or something. Yeah. And it's not, it's just, it's a thing that happens. And I talked to my mom. My mom had a miscarriage before she had me and I'm the oldest. And she, I made that comment to her about, you know, well, why do people wait 12 weeks? And she was like, well, you have to remember, um, back in the old days. And when my back mom, in my day. and my mom had a miscarriage after 12 weeks. And she said, um, you know, back when I got pregnant, like we passed the 12 week mark, I called everyone like on the phone. And then when we lost the baby, then I had to literally pick up the phone and call everyone. But it's just different now. Like there's social media. We can tell everyone that we know in like an hour. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is there's so much, I don't know that Jeff feels this as much as I do, but for me, there's so much. I totally do. I would have made this number one on the list. What? What you're about to say, I think. Oh, I feel like, well, there's a lot of guilt surrounding miscarriage. And I don't, uh, I don't. Maybe not. I spoke too soon. Okay. So I don't know if, um, if men feel guilt like women do, but I still feel guilty about things that are totally not under my control with our last pregnancy. And one of the things that I regret so much is not telling people because I feel like that baby missed out on so many prayers and so many well wishes and so much good energy. And I just feel like, you know, it's, everybody says it takes a village to raise a child, but I think that it, women who are trying to get pregnant and going through that journey, women who are going through, um, like fertility struggles and stuff like that. And then women who are newly pregnant and scared and not feeling well, like it takes a village to support those people too. And I think a lot of people, because people don't typically talk about this before 12 weeks, um, it's really easy to feel alone and sick and tired and all of these things and scared and imagine the what ifs. And then you're, you feel alone. And I just, um, yeah. So I think, I feel like our first baby missed out on a lot of good energy and stuff like that. And Jeff was saying yesterday that it's been amazing the past two weeks as we've been telling our friends and our family, um, how many people have said, I will be praying for this child every single day. Right. And, and there's no reason is in my op opinion, I don't think there's any reason to not celebrate as soon as you have the confirmation that you're comfortable with. For us, it was the at-home pregnancy test and then Callie got into the doctor that same evening, right? Mm -hmm. So once the doctor said it, and then I think a couple of days later, you had the a blood test, right? Yeah, and then I had a second blood test and they said it looks really good. So once that happened, yeah. I was like, okay, that's, that's it. Let's just tell people because all of these people are going to be thinking good thoughts for us. And, uh, you know, so if you're... A person who has, if you're a family who is struggling, I think, with fertility stuff or have suffered a, a miscarriage, uh, you don't have to do it the way that we're doing it. But for us, it feels good to have that cheering squad, cheering Yeah, selection. it really does. So matter, and Jeff was saying the other day, I'm, we both, I think, feel less anxious about this pregnancy because we feel like, okay, the worst has happened. Like we know how 
that loss feels. Well, and we can focus our anxiety on the end of the world. That's right, like, and that. That's, that's happening, um, that, that we're bringing a, a baby into the Great Depression. So that's where <laughs> our anxiety is going. Yeah, um, and I'm trying to not be anxious as much as I can control it because um, it's not good for the health of the baby, and I'm trying to just keep cool. Um, and that's another reason that we wanted to tell people because I just didn't want to be stuck with the anxiety of, oh, my gosh, people don't know, and I'm living this, like, double life, and I don't know. It was just not for us. So, yeah, we are grateful to um, be pregnant at all, and we will be grateful every single day that um, that we have this gift. Yep. Uh, especially when, you know, the child is working on our farm and we live in a communal farmhouse in the Midwest, you know, on a farm. Why, why would we do that? Great depression. That's why a farm. Because we're all going to get back to our agricultural roots. <laughs> and, and what are you going to bring to this table, mister? I'm going to survive the apocalypse with rice and tuna fish. I put a baby inside you. So what I did <laughs> is I ensured future earnings mm-hmm. for this legacy. Got it. Yeah. That is a very <laughs> dude thing to say. Here's the thing. The only thing that I'm bummed about is this baby is not – cannot qualify is a quarantine. Yeah. Because we didn't make it during the quarantine. No. Nope. Or the, you know, as I clarified earlier, the lockdown, whatever you want to call it. But I'm really advocating for the phrase quarantine and this baby is like I thought it was quarantini. No, quarantine. The little baby is a quarantine, then it's a quarant toddler, then it's a quarant tween, then it's a quarantine. It. Okay. Then it's in its quarant twenties. Sorry, missed that. Then quarant thirties. Then quarant forties. 50s. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, your phone calls. Uh, well, first of all, to wrap that up, thank you so much for truly thousands of messages wishing us well and uh, all the support that you are throwing at this little non quarantine tiny. Tiny, tiny. Is it Valentine's Day, baby? It was like a week after. B- a, b- a couple days before. A couple days before Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Why are you smiling? Because <laughs> I'm the one tracking all of it, and it's funny oh. that you're, like, acting like you know. When is it supposed to be born? November 18th. Got it. And which Jeff is upset about, by the way, because he has to share his birthday week my birthday with month. another human being. <laughs> I just don't like the fact that my birthday month is now going to be crowded. How dare anyone else have a birthday in November? I already feel... Like, uh, like I'm robbing something from Thanksgiving by sharing my birthday with that month. Now I got to do it with a kid. So see, this is how you're going to learn how to share. Jeff Dollar is finally going to learn how to share after how old are you? 44, 44, 45. Sure. We'll go with that. You're 45. You're 46. <gasps> I didn't realize you were, are you really 46? How did you not realize how old I thought I you am? were 45. No. You're 46. Yes. Got it. Uh, we asked your uh, you to call us up and tell us what your coworkers are doing, and then we expanded that and said, "What is your boss doing as you work from home?" These messages that I'm about to play were recorded, were left. I'm about a day and a half behind clearing out the voicemail, so these were left before we made up the rule that your boss or that your pets are your boss. So your kids are your coworkers. 
your pets are your boss. These calls were left before that. So you will refer to hear some people refer to their furry coworkers or their four-legged coworkers. It's not their fault. They didn't misunderstand the rules. They just called before we made the rules. My furry coworkers that are covered in fur from head to toe have been just a dream to work with. Um, one of them just keeps getting up on the counter. Even when I'm on a Google Hangout with my principal, behind me, here's my furry coworker jumping up on the back of the refrigerator on top and just up there crying for food. My coworkers think that since I'm home that they should be fed every hour. Just meow, 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 constantly. These furry coworkers of mine, huh. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, um, a little story about my coworkers. Today is Wednesday, and on Tuesday morning, um, my coworker moved me. Uh, I can't even take her to HR because I am HR. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, this is Kelly from Cape Coral, Florida. Yesterday, my boss kept jumping on my desk, putting his butt on my keyboard while trying to lick my face. <laughs> Hey, Callie and Jeff, my coworker ate an entire package of raw, mild Italian sausage yesterday while I was finishing up working, and it was really awkward when I found the empty package, so I really hope he doesn't get sick. I'm kind of wondering if he was trying to get out of work completely, so, and yes, my coworkers are dogs. Thanks, bye. I was actually, as she was, as I was listening to that message, I'm like, oh God, I hope this is a dog. Yeah. 800-434-5454. And remember your kids or your coworkers, your pets. Are your boss. Yes. Okay. Now think of your worst coworker ever. I got like nine of them. Which might mean that you were the problem. <laughs> That's what everybody has said all along. I'm Not those people. I'm terrible. Um, okay. Now. Here's a question. Would you rather be going to work with that coworker or be socially isolating and trying to get a lot of work done with Lily being ultimate pesty level 5,000? 100% Lily. Oh, really? Yes. Even if you're doing something really important and she won't leave you, leave you alone and she's yes. crying and be... Yes, she could be the most annoying coworker on the planet, but at least she's cute. We want to say happy birthday to Emma Jett. She turns 15 today, and we hope you have a fabulous day. She's going to have to do one of those six-month birthday things that we talked about where yeah. she celebrates in six months post-social uh, distancing. I wonder if she was supposed to get her permit. Oh, gosh, yes. It's okay. I didn't get my permit for months after I turned 15. So you're in good company. I didn't get mine either. And um, I think in New York, it was when you were 16, you got your permit when you turned 16 for six months. And then at like the six month mark, you could get your license. Wow. And I don't think I did until I was like 17, to be honest. Yeah. We need to say thank you to our advertisers for making the show possible this week. I didn't realize how much we needed new sheets until we actually got new sheets. Once we got the paperwork from Brooklyn in and started looking at their catalog uh, online and looking at the variety of sheets and the materials and the color patterns, we realized time to upgrade. So we placed our order. We got the core sheet set. We got the duvet. We got some extra pillowcases, put them on the bed. And oh my 
goodness, you could notice a difference immediately. You might not think that your linen on your bed requires an upgrade, but it just might be due or even past due. Brooklinen right now is giving you 10% off your first order and free shipping using promo code UPSIDE. Go to brooklinen, that's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Use the promo code UPSIDE, save 10% and get free shipping. Life is pretty crazy right now, okay? And really stressful for everyone. And if you've been thinking that maybe you want to try therapy out, but now you're feeling like it's too late because you can't leave home to go meet with one, well, BetterHelp has something that can help you, okay? So you'll go to betterhelp.com slash upside, and you're going to fill out a little form about yourself and what you're hoping to accomplish. They will hook you up with a licensed professional counselor. There's, they have over 3,000 on their site across all 50 states, and they'll hook you up with one that you can text with, chat with, do phone with, do video with, so you never have to leave your house. And you can start communicating with a licensed therapist in under 24 hours. Now is the time. Right now, you can go to betterhelp.com slash upside and get 10% off your first month with the discount code upside. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash upside. Use the discount code upside for 10% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm going to give you some science about liquid IV, but there's not going to be a quiz on this. You don't have to memorize it. Uh, I'm just I'm just telling you so you know how it works. Liquid IV delivers two to three times the hydration to your body that the same amount of water would just deliver. The reason is because they have glucose, sodium, and potassium in with the mix, which delivers the water directly into your bloodstream, along with vitamin C and four different B vitamins. When you drink water, a lot of it just passes through your system. When you drink water mixed with liquid IV, it gets absorbed right to your bloodstream. And hydration is important for overall health. You can save 25% by going to liquidiv.com using the code UPSIDE at checkout. 25% off anything on the website by going to liquid iv.com and using the promo code upside when you check out liquid iv start properly hydrating today this call came in at a great time because jeff has turned our dining room into a tv studio hey callie and jeff my mom and i love your podcast and this question is specifically for callie if that's okay we're really up in the air about trying thrive cosmetics and i know for me personally i love watching like YouTube tutorials on makeup and stuff. And I asked my mom to double check because she follows you on Instagram if you've ever done like a tutorial or shown off like the Thrive product. So if you'd be open to maybe doing like an Instagram video or some kind of video of you putting on all of your makeup from Thrive Cosmetics, I know I would really appreciate it. And so would my mom. Thanks. We love you. Bye. 
So here is the problem with that. And the problem with that is I am not an expert. In fact, I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> people will ask me this from time to time. And my fear is, is that I do one and then everybody responds and it's like, you're not doing it right because I have never been taught how to do makeup. No but, clue what I'm doing. Totally guessing. Completely 100%. But you, I, I would imagine that the people who... I mean, there's so many people online who do makeup tutorials. Not all of them are professionally trained. No, but a lot of them like were taught by somebody that knows. I mean, I literally taught myself to put on my own mascara, so it could be totally wrong for all I know. No clue. Well, maybe that should be your series. It's called, am I doing this right? Or because I don't want opinions because it works just fine for me. So maybe it is, this is how I do it. Take well, it or leave it. <laughs> well, we certainly have the equipment. And the and the call was about thri- the our our sponsor Thrive is not more about the product than it was about the technique, so it would be a perfect opportunity for you to do it. Right? No. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I really do love Thrive Cosmetics um, and they are still honoring our code. So you can go to thrivecosmetics.com slash upside and use the code upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside and then use the code upside for 15% off. What should, now that we have all the lighting equipment, what should we do with it? I don't know, because I'm not really sure why you bought that stuff. Because everybody was saying like, oh, you guys got to do videos and you got to do, and I don't know how long the, this this social distancing stay in your house thing is going to go on. What does the social distancing have to do with us making videos? D- I don't know. Jeff keeps blaming things on being like socially distanced or whatever. And what I want to say to him, here's what I want to say to you. A couple things. Number one, your life really hasn't changed all that much except for washing your hands more thoroughly when you come home from the grocery store. Other than that, you spend most of your time alone because you're a lone wolf anyways, and you work from home. But I, so then you're like, we get all this, like these lights and stuff like that to record video. And he's like, Oh, I thought we could do this during our quarantine. And I'm like, what quarantine? We don't do anything ever. Like I go to bed at six 30, you work from home. Like really our lives have not changed that much, but don't, but we have, okay. You're right. Uh, right. But we have the equipment. So do we want to do stuff with it? Yeah. We just got to figure out what you want to do. Makeup tutorials. How about should, you do a makeup Should tutorial? I try to put on your Thrive makeup and see how no, that goes? No, because you're going to ruin it. Oh, okay. And I like it. All right. Well, if you have any ideas, just know this. We have lights and we're ready to use them. Jeff is very excited about this. I have been um, not taking Ambien lately for obvious reasons, and I go to bed at 6.30. So I have been 100% naturally getting myself to fall asleep. And I'm quite impressed with myself. And the challenge with that is finding out, Callie, finding out that she was pregnant and and therefore having to stop take the, stopping the Ambien that she was taking uh, happened right about the same time that we shifted the clocks. So she is going to bed when it's full on sunny out and that's the worst. It is the worst, but here's a couple of things that I have done that have really worked for me. I've told you about my, my face mask, which by the way, I woke up and it was still on this morning. I was really impressed because usually it's like halfway across the room. Uh, and I don't know how that happens. Really? Yeah. 
it's you're usually wearing it when I come to bed around 11 o'clock. So it must be, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I always feel, cause I come into the bedroom and I use the light, not the flashlight, but just the camera light, yeah. like the illumination from the screen. And I always like shine it on you. And I'm afraid that you're going to lift the mask up and it's going to freak you out. Cause all you're going to see is like a light right the, in my face. Yeah. I don't even think I've stirred. No, you're sleeping great. Um, so I have, you know, I downloaded the call map. I got my eye mask, call map, and then I have been. Um, and you're not doing any more horror film meditations. No more horror film meditations. Perfect. And I have given up control of something that people have been advising me to do my whole life. And that is, have you ever been told to keep a notepad by your bed and a pen? And the second you think of something in bed to get it out of your head put it on paper next to your bed. Yes. Okay. I've gotten that advice too. And I think it's terrible advice. Let me tell you why. Okay. Because I have been like, so I do a 15 minute meditation. Is this what you've given up control of? Yes. Okay. I've done my 15 minute meditation. Right. And then I'm at the point where it could go either way. Like I could kind of fall asleep. Yep. Within the next couple of minutes. You're in that perfect zone where you're either going to conk out or somebody's going to slam a car door outside the bedroom window and you're going to be wide awake. Right. Uh, so it could go either way. Yep. And then the past couple of nights I've had ideas or like yesterday, remember I told you I couldn't remember what I wanted to take to work. Oh yeah. Something from the fridge that you wanted to take to work and have for lunch. Couldn't remember what it was. Yep. Carrots. Right. So after my meditation, I'm dozing off and I think carrots. Now advice from professionals would say, cause I think my therapist has said this to me, like write it down on your nightside stands so you don't have to get up. I think that's a terrible idea. I think you have to give up control and just say, you know what? If I remember the carrots, great. If I don't, letting it go. And that's what I did last night. And I immediately fell asleep, fell asleep instead of getting up and writing something down and then having my brain go to the next thing. I think you just got to let it go. Because once you take the action, like you're awake, your mind has to turn on. You might have to turn on a light of some sort to see and to write it. Even if you don't, your brain is functioning by doing those things. Yeah. And it's very subtle and sounds really stupid, but I think it totally helped. I fell asleep. I was done. And I actually remembered my carrots this morning, but I wasn't thinking about it or obsessing about it all night. So yes, that is my advice. So what are your, what three things, the, the app, the meditation app, the sleep mask, and stop writing stuff down. Stop, when you stop feeling pressure to remember the things. Commit to going to bed when you lay down. So when you get in that bed and you lay down, it doesn't matter what happens. You are not getting out of that bed and you are not turning your brain back on. Also, something that I think helps is put a baby inside you because Callie has taken a couple of excellent naps that I've actually been jealous of over the past week. Yeah, I'm Fri- pretty tired. Friday, you slept for like four hours. I did. And then yesterday, where did I? I had to leave the house. Oh, I the, didn't get off the couch for a the, good four hours yesterday. The day before, whatever day it was, and she was in the exact same position. All right, here are my three random things to wrap up today's episode of The Upside. Number one, the average, this is according to Inc. Magazine, by the way, the average office worker spends two and a half hours a day reading and responding to an average of 200 emails. Of those, about 140 are not relevant to their job. I, yes, 
5,000%. What about you? So if you do easily, so if you, you think even in, even with the podcast stuff, like you're not getting more emails that impact you. I have, I have an obsession with inbox zero. Like I want all my emails to be gone and I do, I'm terrible. It consumes way too much time, more time than it should because I'll go through and answer the ones that I can answer immediately, but leave the ones that require more time. And then sometimes people will send me articles and links and I save them and then it builds up and I hate, hate, hate email. But that didn't answer my question. What was your question? My question was, am I getting fewer emails now? No. Are you, aren't your emails more relevant now to what you're actually doing? Like I get so many emails, hundreds of emails a day. And I would say a good 90% of them are deletes. Because they're relevant to like a different department, uh, or different department, or just something that I'm not don't have my hands in. Got it. Uh, if you you still didn't answer my question. Yes, they're more relevant now. Okay, but they're still. I still do the same thing. Like I yes. Um, if you do the math, it says ten years of a person's career. Uh, if you which uh, a forty five year career if you had the same email problem for the entirety of your career. It's 10 years that you spent on pointless emails. Uh, if you notice that your dog no longer comes to you when you call their name, it's because he or she might be associating their name with getting in trouble. Oh, dog trainers suggest only using your animal's name for praise and use a particular word when they are in trouble. Which is funny because you were just yelling at Lily using her name. I was, yeah, right. And so I should have been, she was barking at the UPS guy and I should have been yelling like, I don't know. Come here. Right now. Be quiet. Yeah. Even like moron, anything (laughs) like dummy, whatever. Oh, she's not a dummy. She's so sweet. But something different than their name because if you associate their name with them getting yelled at, yeah. Isn't that sad if like, wouldn't that be so, wouldn't that just make you feel horrible if every time you said the word Lily, she like hunkered down and walked into the corner? Yeah. That makes me sad. And story number three of my three random things. Uh, Here is a tip from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition uh, to save you from the quarantine 15. That's what people are calling the weight gain that is going to come from people staying in their houses Mm -hmm. and being able to graze, Mm -hmm. as I call it. Uh, Do not multitask your eating. And I'm so guilty of this because if you are sitting at your computer writing an email or working or you're focused on something else while you eat, distracted eating actually affects taste processing. Mm -hmm. So you don't get the same enjoyment. Like if you're having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you don't get the same enjoyment from three bites, you know, from the sandwich. So when you might've been satisfied only eating half of it, you eat the entire thing to get that. that You know, what's interesting that reminds me of, first of all, yeah, that's the other thing. Jeff bought all this like junk food because of quarantine or social, whatever it is. And I'm like, but we, we seriously, our, our habits are essentially the same. But you bought all the food like we were never going to leave our house. I, ever listen, again. if the world comes to an end, you are going to want Jesus. That's probably true. Um, what was I going to say about? Oh, you know what that reminds me of? Jeff told, I don't know if he told the story just to me or if it was on our show, but about um, mindfulness. 
And something that someone noticed when they were going through mindfulness training is that they had been eating the same salad for lunch every single day and hadn't even noticed the taste of it. And then it was actually really terrible because she was mindlessly eating every single day. They didn't like it until they started mindfulness where you pay attention to the taste and the texture and the whatever. (laughs) And, and so one of the exercises in the class was describe or have a mindful, mindfully enjoy a meal and then describe the experiences in class. And she goes, I gotta be honest with you. It was awful. And hasn't she been eating the same salad at work for like five years? Yeah. The cold cuts were kind of mushy. The lettuce wasn't crisp. <laughs> the vegetables weren't flavorful. The dressing was kind of salty. So now she eats something different for life. It was it's a salad. It's funny because we, a lot, I think a lot of us mind, mind, mindlessly. mindlessly eat a lot. And yeah, what's the point? Right. It so so when you're going to crush an entire box of Cheez-Its, the, the lesson here is just focus only on those Cheez-Its. They deserve all your attention. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Do you know what Animal Crossing is? No. It's a game that was released yesterday. uh, And apparently, it's a Nintendo game. And apparently, it originally came out in 2001. And then there's been like different versions of it. And this is a version called Animal Crossing New Horizons. And people are so excited about it. Hmm. The game began, I'm going to read. Have you, ever, had you ever heard of it? No. The ge- But I'm I'm seeing all the hype about it. And I'm like, how do I get involved in this? Jeff do, loves hype. How do I get involved in Animal Crossing New Horizons? And so I Googled it, came up with a USA Today article. The game begins with your customizable character earning a trip to a deserted island from Tom Nook, a charming raccoon-like entrepreneur who gives you the opportunity to mold this piece of land in your image. So you customize your character, you name your island, you place a tent, and then you explore. So it's like The Sims before The Sims. Tom and other inhabitants will give you recipes, do-it-yourself recipes. You can make your own tools. It's a video game vacation, and you can invite your friends, and you can participate, and I guess people can come visit your your island and stuff takes place in real time. It sounds so fascinating. And I have zero, I think I want to be a person who does video games like that. I think I want to buy the thing. No, no. Wear the headphones. No, here's the thing with Jeff Dollar. And talk to people. Jeff Dollar is such a bandwagoner for anything. Anything that people are getting excited about, you can talk Jeff Dollar into doing 100% of the time. Love the hype. Sports, uh, I don't know. What else have you tried that's like, anything sports is a stretch but anything no but you do you get bandwagon excited like when everyone was super excited that the falcons were going to the super bowl or when the atlanta united whenever they were doing their playoff thing and jeff like went and bought all the gear and he's like i'm gonna be a fan now because everyone's excited and i want to have fun like these people right i think i think the last i love the last 20 percent of a a sports season because of the hype that comes around it and i want to be up in this animal crossing business I don't even know. I think it's it said it's available on Nintendo Switch. I put it I put that into Amazon. That thing's like five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, we don't have five hundred dollars. So I'm not into that kind of hype. Nope. But I mean, if I could get one for like thirty five bucks or something, I would do it. I want to be I want to be on an island. I want to be on an island. 
You pretty much are right now. Yeah. Hey, Callie and Jess, this is Vilma calling from Indiana, and I just read your post about the wonderful news, and I am seriously crying and tearing up and so emotionally excited for both of you. Um, I wish you all nothing but the best, and I just hope and pray that everything turns out wonderful for both of you. You guys deserve to go on this journey, and you guys have brought so much joy for so many people and just know you are loved you are prayed for and we all hope that you guys have the most beautiful baby and i am so excited for you and i'm crying over people i've never met in person but i feel like i know you guys personally so congrats guys and take care Butcher Box is a no-brainer. It's the best meat shipped right to your door, which means one less trip to the grocery store. And here's some options they have. Grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar and nitrate-free bacon. It is the way meat should be. Right now, Butcher Box is offering new members free ground beef for life. What does that mean? It means as long as you have a subscription, they're going to throw in two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription. And they're going to give $20 off your first box. Go to butcherbox.com upside or enter the promo code upside at checkout. That is butcherbox.com upside, or you can enter the promo code upside at checkout and either one of those will work. Just a quick reminder that we are partners with Bombas and Bombas knows that socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. So for every pair that you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. And right now you can get 20% off your first purchase. Go to bombas.com, B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside. Today, you'll get 20% off your first purchase and you'll help out a great cause. Bombas.com slash upside. I'm sitting here in tears because I just read Kelly's Instagram post. I am so excited for you guys and we will all be praying over baby dollar until he or she makes their grand appearance. I'm so excited for you guys. Keep up the great work. We love you so much. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Taylor at Snail. And, oh, my goodness, I'm trying to work from home and just, oh, please don't play that message. Um, anyway, this is Taylor from Douglasville, Georgia. You can tell the quarantine is getting to me and working from home. I'm sitting at my desk. Uh, I was calling because I'm working from home. I am so grateful for my mom who is coming to help take care of our son um, now that daycares and things like that are closed or we just want to social distance and isolate. Um, she comes and takes care of him and my husband has to work. I'm so thankful to my husband who is a first responder um, for being on the front lines and all of his awesome um, people at his station. They're like family. So super grateful to them. And I hope you guys eat all the cookies and all the brownies because it's that quarantine life. Thanks. Y'all have a good one. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Mandy from Rockmart, Georgia. Just had to pause episode 215 about the banana. I do the exact same thing. I have texture issues. I cannot stand the feeling of biting into a banana. So I cut it into slices and eat it with a fork myself. Thanks, y'all. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Jen. Um, not an entire album, but a great rage song is Dixie Chicks, I'm Not Ready to Make Nice. 
that song has got me through a lot. Scream it at the top of my lungs. Love it. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Amy. And I wanted to give your listeners a little bit of a heads up to have some grace with their counselors and therapists that they're seeing right now. This whole mess is something new for all of us, and it is not common for therapists to be counseling somebody through something that they are going through at the exact same time. It's actually one of our ethical things that we have to wrestle with. So just give them a little bit of grace, and if they're not doing it perfectly and are not doing it as great as they did before, it's because they're trying to figure it out along the way just like you are. Thanks, and have a great day. Bye. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. Okay, so this is going to sound crazy, but what I've already been sharing with all my girlfriends who have an abundance of new coworkers um, surrounding them at all times, crawling on them and yelling at them and demanding things of them, to put on their earbuds or headphones and go to Amazon Prime and instead of the rock it out, because that's actually going to increase the blood pressure, and we need to bring it down a notch. So go to the station section, and for free, if you have an Amazon Prime account, go to Mellow Folk and put your earbuds on, and it may prevent you from being homicidal. And it, it basically makes you feel like you're just chilling at a coffee shop in the spring day with your latte and no care in the world. And it has really helped me this week when I'm at a level 10, bring it down to a level 7. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Callie and Jeff. It's Chriselle from Houston, Texas. Ah, just saw Callie's Instagram post. I'm so, 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 so excited for you guys. Praying for you every day. I've been praying for you every day. And you guys are going to be the best parents I'm so excited. So, 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 so excited. Did you poop your pants? (laughs) Wow, what's so funny? Is it funny that you pooped your pants? (laughs) Love you guys and hope you guys have a great day. Bye.